eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, your weekly podcast from Cardinal Authority. I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And this is kind of a, uh, it's the July live period, Jody. And, you know, both you and I have been on the road, especially you. I mean, you've been all over the Southeast, it seems like, um, going out to the different events that are being held um, getting our eyeballs on the, the the players that the Louisville coaches are are, are looking at themselves, and it's been an interesting uh, few days, uh, you know, with the traveling and watching. You've had a couple of great reports with your favorite players, your top performers from the events that you handled. Um, just a, a quick recap before we dig into it on your thoughts from from uh, the places that you went to. Yeah, well, first of all, just to, just to point out, like I. This is an important month for the coaches. This is an important month for the program. And quite honestly, I've, I've always looked at it as an important month for us. I mean, we went, I went through a stretch, Michael, where from 2010 uh, all the way through last year, the only player I think that I did not see that signed with Louisville, the only player that I didn't get to talk to and see in person before he signed was my Mott Stockman, and that I, it was one of those weird kind of like you know, hey, yeah. we, let's go see this. It was, I even saw Honest. I mean, Honest Mahmoud was. I heard he was you know potentially going to commit, and I and I and I heard it the very last second, and I was able to go catch uh, a, a game before he signed, not after he committed, but before he signed. So um, you know, like like Chinani Wanawaku was a kid that uh, one weekend I just. I, I couldn't find coach Patino like in Las Vegas. I'm like, is he at a casino or where's, where is he at? You know? And I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find him. And I'll never forget. Uh, one of the guys from the, the Indiana site said, coach Patino is in this gym, like at desert pines or whatever. And then I'm like, well, what is he doing there? And like, I said, who's playing And the guy. And, and then he said, well, the only one I can figure is this kid named Shinani Wanawaku. Well, then I went to see Shinani that night. And lo and behold, like two weeks later, he committed to Louisville. So it's it's fun to chase the coaches for us, for me, and and I really do like to see the guys before they uh, before they get uh, signed and before Louisville, you know, they get committed to Louisville, just to bring you kind of a personal feel to the recruitment. Um, you know, we've seen now all of the guys, I believe, in person except for the team. Why not, guys? who I've watched on tape a, a number of times, and I'm hoping to get to see them later in the, in the month. Uh, but the Peach Jam is, uh, is not open to media or public. There's only a select few people that are, that are getting in, uh, and there's no interviews. So, uh, so really not missing anything but watching the game. So it's important. And, and I think last week was, um, was big because we got to see 
the first time that the staff was out on the road really in full force. Now they were out in, in June, but they were at high school events. And so they were able to pick and choose guys that they really wanted to kind of go see and sit on and watch like Caleb Glenn. They watched everything that he did, you know, with mail that weekend at Collins and Rodney Rice for two weekends at DeMatha. So we knew the targets that they were going to kind of watch this week was more of, they're going to go back to those targets. They're going to see some guys that maybe they really like, some guys that they didn't like. They were going to come off of some guys. And then they were going to move on to other guys. Like Favor, Favor Ari is the, is a perfect example. You know, they watched him in June. They watched him early last week, but then they kind of dropped him a little bit, you know, as, as the week goes on. I'm not saying they're dropping him in the recruitment, but they didn't watch him as much as they were evaluating other guys to see if there was somebody else that could maybe move ahead of him on, on the board. And I think Johan Treor did that um, in, in, in last week. So it's always a kind of a give and take on that week. And it's a lot of fun to, to actually sit and try to track and watch and see who the coaches are, are, are actually recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. I think by doing so, you know, I, I know speaking for myself and I'm sure the same with you. I mean, it's a little different when you're watching them on tape uh, versus seeing them in person, especially at these type of events where the talent levels risen a little bit. Um, and that, I mean, you can create uh, some more honest, uh, you know, evaluation of, of your own. Uh, you know, I think it helps with the reporting. And obviously, when you're on location, especially at these type of events, I think you're going to get a better interaction when you're talking to the, these prospects in person versus, you know, over the phone or on Twitter or, or through text or whatever the situation may be, you know, especially when they're coming off the floor, knowing that all these coaches just watched their performance. I think you're, you get a little bit more of a, an inside feel of how these kids are feeling about their game you know, how they're, what their recruiting process is looking like. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm with you, Jody. I think it's, you know, I think it's almost pretty much vital that, uh, that you attend these events myself as well. When I say you, um, you know, to, to, to really to, I, I think to give the best in-depth coverage that you can find for uh, recruiting. And, you know, and I think it's a blessing that it, that it has returned. Unfortunately with the peach jam, peach jam, you know, we can only watch the live streams, but outside of that, whether it be Collins, uh, you know, last month or, you know, Indianapolis with the Adidas events or the Indianapolis and Birmingham or, or, you know, into in Atlanta, I mean, all over the place, you know, so I think it's a blessing that it's back, not just for the coaches and the players, but for us as the media as well, to be able to return to these venues, uh, you know, get to know these players a little bit better, you know, get a little bit more insight on, on what makes them tick and, and how they look on the floor as well. And the other thing is too, Michael, this isn't as big for us it is, as it is for coaches, but being able to see a kid in person will cross off some guys or add some guys to the list because of what they do, not just on the floor, but what they do when they come off of the floor. I saw a guy last yeah. week, nobody, nobody connected with Louisville, but I was standing with a coach um, talking with a coach who, who's formerly coached at Louisville as an assistant. And, uh, and he looked at me and he goes, you see that? And I said, I did see that. And he goes, you don't want a guy like that on your team and a kid who I didn't even know at the time I looked him up and he, and he's a good player, not, not a top 20 player, but a, but a top 100 player came off the floor and wouldn't shake hands with his players. Wouldn't give any fist, but you know, he just had a bad attitude coming off the floor. And then this coach told me, he goes, look, he goes, that's why you have to see him in person. He goes, it's yeah. a pain. He goes, and the zooms are great and all that kind of good stuff. But this is why you have to see them in person because you can see the full effect of, of, of these kids and of their, um, not just, not even their attitudes, but their emotions. You know what I mean? Like you've got to make sure 
you know, with the transfer portal the way it is and as prevalent as it is right now in college sports, and it's only going to get worse before it gets better, I think you have to know, uh, you have to see the full body. You have to make sure uh, you can do everything that you do in your power to make sure you're not making a mistake in recruiting right now. And, and it's hard, it's hard to do. And it, it really is. And, you know, I spent a lot of time watching prospects, but I spent more time with coaches last week and, and talking to all these coaches from all over the country and people that I've known and got to know over the years. And, and every single one of them to a man, Michael is talking about how, how different it is right now and how, how recruiting is totally different. And I think that's why a lot of us, uh, if you're a Louisville fan, you've got to realize a couple things. Chris is going to do things the way he does them and, and, and going to continue to do them. But I think you're going to see a little bit of a switch in the fact that, you know, things like this Marcus Carr thing come up a lot now and they're going to come up a lot. So I, I do think, you, you need to leave yourself a little flexibility on your roster and, and, and leave a spot open in, in te- instead of just taking somebody to be taking them. You make sure you want to have them. You know, if it comes down to Johan Treor, who's going to be a top 25 player, by the way, and he wants to come to Louisville or you leave a spot open, potentially leave a spot open in a class, you're going to take that top 25 guy. But if it's a guy who you think doesn't check, you know, checks almost all the boxes, but he might, he might just have a little star by one of them. There's something about, you know, you, it really is going to make you think about, do you want to take them or not? And, and I think that that's just the way the college game is right now. But again, we saw a lot of ton of, ton of good prospects last week. Um, we'll get on a little bit on this. We'll do a, 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 a it, it'll be better at the end of the month because at the end of the month, Michael, we'll be able to tell you exactly like, all right, this is what we think is going to happen in 2022. What I think is going to happen right now is Louisville. And what I know has happened right now is Louisville's all in with Rodney Rice. He was fabulous. He was good on Saturday. He was sensational on Sunday. Um, I, I, I was blown away by defensively how smart he is with the defensive concepts that he try that they're trying to do on his team. I mean, there was one series where, um, he was guarding a guy and on the back side of the play, he comes around, his guys kind of run off a screen. He comes around and the ball's there. And, and, and while he doesn't lose his guy, he's able to get his hand on the ball and jar it loose. He then goes back to his guy thinking, okay, the ball is probably going to get passed to my guy. But when the other guy gets the ball back, he turns around and the guy, and he's now behind the guy and he swipes it away from him and throws it ahead for a leap, for a breakaway dunk. Um, it's right. just the little right. little things with with what Rodney's done with his game over the last year and a half or so. I saw him when he was a sophomore, uh, and I've seen him now. He's improved a ton. Um, and while I said this on the thing, I don't, I don't, you know, the difference between a top fifty player, you know, a, a player in the top fifty on the, you know, like. 45 to 50 or 40 to 50. And the difference between that guy and someone from 70 to 75 is not really that much difference. There's just not a whole lot of difference to be, to be quite honest. A lot of it is, um, you know, when did Eric bossy see him play? When did Travis Branham see him play? Um, you know, maybe when did Deshaun or Brandon, the, the guys that do the rankings 
when did they see him have a bad game? You know, so, so, you know, if you saw Rodney Rice on Saturday, I'd say he was, you know, 60 to 75. If you saw him on Sunday, he was 40 to 50. It's just a matter of opinion. And it's hard to do those rankings, especially this year, but he's, he's the best I've seen as far as the Louisville guys are concerned right now at the guard spot. I, I think I love him. I think they've got a good shot. Um, I would think if we hear any news that, and I don't know that this is going to happen, but I'm just saying, if we hear any news that he's going to make a decision sometime soon, which right now he says the fall and take some visits, which I don't know bodes terrible for Louisville. I think it's still, I think Louisville's still in the mix and very good in the mix, but it bodes really well for Louisville. If he makes a decision now, it's it, I get the fact that it's, I get the feeling that his family thinks Louisville's probably the best spot for him. It's just a matter of, the, of, 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 of making sure the kid knows that. Yeah. You know, and sticking with the 2022 theme, uh, Jody, you know, I had a chance to see Tay Davis Louisville's commit in the, in the 2022 class up at the Adidas Invitational uh, just outside of Indianapolis. Um, and, and then you and I both had a chance to see him yesterday streaming live from the EYBL, you know, and he's a guy, again, a, a matter of opinion. Uh, he dropped recently in the 247 sports rankings. Um, you went and saw him uh, last month against some, you know, lower competition, whatever, but he performed well. Um, I liked what I saw from him up at the uh, Adidas Invitational. You know, again, this is an, you, once you start getting in these AAU circuits, the talent level rises a little bit. Um, and I like what I like how he is transforming his game as as you had in an article uh, last month after you went and saw him, you know, he's starting to run point a little bit more. And and you could see that that, that maturation process of now he's starting to understand how to you know control himself when he does have the ball. Um, you know, plus he is bulking up and I think he still has, you know, significant strides to make in, in that regard, but he's more committed to it. Um, and, and I was impressed and then equally or maybe even more so impressed by what we saw yesterday uh, from the live stream, you know, playing in the EYBL, um, his ability, you know, you know to really attack. Um, I love him going to the rim. Um, he looks quite comfortable with the ball in his hand. And I think he's a vastly improved uh, defender. So, um, you know, again, it's a matter of opinion where he is ranked right now. But I think, I think if Tay continues to play like we've seen him in the last four weeks or so, um, that's a, that's a number that I think where opinions will continue to improve as far as his rankings go. And Michael, he's a lot like Dre was when Dre was in high school. Yeah. It's not going to be, and I've talked, I, I, you know, I've talked to different people around him and around, you know, people that have recruited in, in other coaches. I mean, in people in Indiana, you're not going to, he's not going to ever be ranked very high because he's a guy who, while he is not, um, I would say, while he is not great at, anything he's really good at everything if that makes sense it's it's one of those it's one of those kind of guys that you want on your team and and quite honestly and i've said i said this about dre when before uh before he committed and when he committed and then it kind of we kind of proved it right over the course of a season dre davis is a chris mack type player okay he's going to do all the little things he's going to do everything uh, and 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 be good at everything. It's just a matter of finding something uh, that he's great at, and then continuing that. And I think that's where we are with Tay is the fact that he's going to be good with everything. He's just right now not great with anything, and that's where you see the ranking is going to be a little lower than it is. All right, tw- well, we we don't have a whole lot of time today. Yep. Um, 
I gotta get my teeth drilled on and and and, and I gotta I gotta I gotta watch some EYBL as well too. I gotta get I gotta get done with all this. So uh no. The other 2022 guys look uh Cam Whitmore, Louisville's in the top 10. They've been kind of messing around with the kid trying to figure out, you know, where they fit and if they can get in the mix. I think they can. Uh, I don't know that they're going to end up getting him, but it's a little too early for that. Um, I think the big thing with Cam Whitmore is trying to get him on a visit. If they can get him on a visit, I think that they've got a really good chance to uh, to, to land him among the top 10. Um, you know, so he's, he's good. I'm going to watch him. Um, I, I didn't get there. It was the same time yesterday as the, the team. Why not guys were playing. So uh, I didn't go back and watch the stream. Uh, but I'll watch. I'm going to watch him today from uh, from the EYBL and he plays for Team Mellow. And then Johan Treor is the other guy. Fabulous, fantastic, unbelievable stud. Dunks everything or wants to dunk everything. Great teammate, big time motor. I don't know how many good things I can say about this kid. I got to see him last week. You're going to get to see him this week. They they offered on Monday. They did a Zoom on Monday night, and I heard things went well from his end. Uh, I, again, it's going to be a lot of competition, but, uh, Louisville has a lot to offer, uh, for him and, and they don't really have that type of player right now. So it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, jump in the mix. I wasn't a total fan of the Jaden shut kid, uh, at the Under Armour event. <laughs> and this goes to show you how some people's opinion matter and other people's don't Duke is now all over him. And I think they offered him Indiana, I think offered him some others. Um, I think, you know, Louisville has offered him. I don't know how far they'll go and recruit him. I'm not sure um, who he can guard at the ACC level. Kind of reminds me of Alex O'Connell from uh, Duke a couple of years ago. Probably a little bit better skill set. But, uh, uh, but again, it's, it's, uh, it's a matter of who you like and who you don't like. Now, with the 23 class, I like a lot of guys. And I think they're in on a lot of good guys. And I think – the thing that we will see from last week to this week, Michael, is is who they add and who they don't go see. That's no. the big question. Last week was the first time in 17 months they'd been able to see some of these guys in person, live and in person. There were some guys that they had offered, <clears throat> not just Louisville, everybody. There's guys that everybody offered that really maybe took a step backwards, uh, maybe weren't great. Um you know, guys like George Washington, who I didn't see in person, but I saw on a live stream yesterday, just lighted up at the Nike EYBL, is a guy that's going to get a ton of attention. Louisville's in there early, and, and that's a good thing. But a guy like Makai Johnson struggled last week at the Adidas event. Um, you know, he struggled shooting the ball and just struggled kind of all around. So it'll be interesting when teams go back this week to watch him do you, I don't think you just drop a guy. To, you don't just drop a guy. I don't, not that I don't think you don't just drop a guy totally after one weekend because it can be a bad weekend. You never know what might be going on in that kid's life. What might have happened that week at, at you know, with his family, girlfriend, you know, that, that kind of thing. So you don't just drop a kid in one week, but when you go back the second week, if he doesn't have another good week, then you start to think and question your original evaluation. So we'll have to wait and see on some guys, uh, obviously from Adidas, you know, Reed Shepard, Absolutely fantastic. Uh, they'll stay kind of on him and, and, and see what happens with that. Um, London Johnson's a kid who played great last week, but I mentioned in my, my awards was playing against 16s. How, how much difference is that? It, it's a big, it is a big difference. You know, Reed Shepard was doing it against the 17s. 
Um, you know, a guy like Tayshawn Chapman is really good and really skilled. He didn't look it last week as much, but he was playing against 17. So playing up uh, uh, is a tough thing, uh, you know, for some of these some of these kids. Um, you know, and then I, I I think maybe the most I'll end my my talk today here, uh, I, uh, my babble here. I think maybe the most impressive or the kid that made the biggest jump in my mind last week uh, from where I thought he was on the board to where now I think he is on the board. And I'll update the big boards uh, on Thursday. Um, Gus Yalden, Gus bus. I still don't know what, if Gus bus can athletically do it in the bit in the ACC, but man, I love Gus Yalden. He gets after it (laughs) and he's going to be wherever he goes. He is going to be a player that the opposing fans hate his guts because he's always flopping. He's always on the ground. He's always chasing a loose ball. He's always got his hand on a ball where he shouldn't have his hand on the ball. And it ends up coming out right for him. Most of the time, Gus Yaldon's a kid um, who I'd love to have on my team. And I say that knowing that I know we're going to maybe have to play a lot of zone uh, to, 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 to end up kind of hiding some deficiencies. Can he get better athletically is the big question skill wise. He's off the chart. And, and again, now I see why his ranking is gone, has been high, has gone from high to low, you know, has kind of fluctuated some or whatever. Um, because, uh, because this kid's got the skill, it's just, and, and I, and, and I'm not the only one, like I heard a lot of, a lot of coaches, um, you know, talking about it over the weekend too, that, uh, Hey, you know, it's, uh, he's really, really good, but, but where am I going to put him? You know, what would I do with him or where would I put it? You know, that kind of thing from, from different coaches all over and, and, and he's getting recruited by a lot of guys. So, uh, I'm excited to see him again. Uh, watched him yesterday on the uh, EYBL stream and uh, again made play after play after play. And uh, I think, uh, I think, I think, you know, we'll continue to see that. And uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going back on the road this week. I'm actually going to be here. There's an event in town. I will post uh, some guys uh, uh, that, uh, that are going to play in that event that, that people need to watch Xavier Booker. One of them will be in there. I saw him last week. He was good. His team's not very good, but he was, he was very good. Um, so there's, there's a lot you're headed to Omaha for, uh, for a day or so. Uh, and then the next weekend, um, it's kind of all over the place. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll be in Indianapolis for a day, might be back in Atlanta or uh, Birmingham for a day. Just kind of depends. Uh, next week we will do, um, another little podcast, Michael, but we'll, we'll also, uh, I, we don't have a ton of time today. We'll add a couple women's things next week, just for, uh, for those folks out there. Got another commitment yesterday. I expect one more coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and the five-player class will then be finished uh, for Jeff Walls. So uh, so a lot of good things going on there. You're headed back. You're headed on the road this week. So enjoy. And uh, tell me, how. I just want to see what you think of Johan Treor because yeah. I was blown away. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him. And obviously, you've got a couple great uh, items up right now, Cardinal Authority. You dished out some awards from 
from your uh, experiences in the different locations that you went to next week. So recommend everybody go check out that. Uh, before we let you go, a little plug that there is a potential commitment news coming for Louisville football. If you haven't seen it yet, go to the homepage of Cardinal Authority. Uh, there's some crystal balls in for both uh, both myself and Jody. Uh, so plenty to check out. A lot of good stuff coming. Basketball recruiting coverage is going to keep coming. So make sure you keep clicking at Cardinal Authority. For Jody Demling, I'm Michael McCammon, and this has been the CardsCast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.